Hello and welcome back to the Becoming Relentless podcast. I am your host, Eleanor McCabe, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Danielle D. Coach D. Coach D. <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> uh, well, last time I wasn't on. I know. That was you and Megan. And Me I, and Megan. Man, I miss. We're going to come out with more with Megan, but man, I was so upset that I missed that. I was so mad. Dude, I was sad for you. Dude, honestly. because. Okay. <laughs> what? I was. So I went to my appointment and I walked in and they're like, we don't have you on the list. And I was like, awesome. So when, like, when is my list? And it was like a week in advance. So I was like a week early. So yeah. But it's okay. The talks, great place. Get your little massage in. Yeah. You should go. You Actually, I've never been. I would love to go. Yeah, I should try it. If you follow them, they'll probably DM you and you'll get a free little session. And they're know. based out of California or New York, one of those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I feel like I've seen that on your story and like Justin's. Yeah, so they're I new here. I haven't here. tried it. Yeah. So they're trying to expand. So they just like send free invites. Free massages. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. Like lymphatic, do they mm-hmm. do that kind of work? Cool. Mm-hmm. Trying to drain my face. <laughs> You're trying to drain your face, honey. I need to drain my face. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you draining in there? <laughs> I don't know. My face stress. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Those post show. Co- oh wait, I'm the one that's post show. <laughs> post show dessert. I'm like, what's post show? <laughs> I know. It's life. Well, we have literally five days till Christmas. Noah and I have been going through some stuff. Good stuff, though. It's just yeah. a lot of... It's almost like yourself just checked yourself <laughs> in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you looked in the mirror and you're like, oh, okay. Let's change this. Literally. You know when you're at a party and you're really drunk and you like you're holding the sink i think we all know yeah you're like you're like holding the sink and like the world is swaying and you look up in the mirror and there's like two of you yeah one is like your ego and one's like the other what do you call that the non-ego that's like you without any you unfaded unshaded yeah, un new you unmasked yeah <laughs> wow that's can i ask is this what you experience <laughs> that's kind of what i've been experiencing on like I haven't really looked at myself in the mirror. You guys can tell. <laughs> I looked like that. This no, I looked at you. No offense. No, you look great. But <laughs> she goes, I mean. That's she I mean. goes. I looked at okay. you, and I knew. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's funny because the way that your hair is, the exact outfit, like everything to a T. <laughs> that was me for the past five days, and today is the first day that I took my hair out of the the little. What do you the call clip that? Thing. The clip. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's because I was getting a headache <laughs> from like having it clipped to your yeah. head. <laughs> that is funny. Girls can relate. Yes, that f- plastic clip yeah. scraping your head. Or in a bun. Head. Oh man, take that thing out of a bun and it's like game over. So I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I know we've talked about it, but like when you wear your hair up, ever since that story you told me, I've noticed that like I do put my hair up a lot and it's really heavy. Like I have thick oh, hair. hair yeah. And so it's been like pulling mm-hmm. and I do kind of feel, not that my hairline is like receding, but <laughs> I get nerve. I got nervous. I was like, I don't want my Should hair tell to a like backstory? thin. So I've been doing the yeah. clip, but now I'm like, what if I start clip's getting better. headaches? No, the clip's better. Okay. Clip's definitely better. But you can adjust the clips like um, on the lower end. To different, so, yeah. The way that most people get headaches is because the hair is up, but on a clip, your hair is like down. It's just, right. It's yeah. just kind of like hanging here. Yeah. That's why I like the it. Follicles. Yes. I'm going to get science with it. That's, just, that's like science You're as that you get the with follicles. the hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Ego dissolution. Well, first I want to ask, Ooh, ask, how are you? I love, oh, that was, that was the question. I mean, that's a great question to ask. 
was just expecting a little more death. It's okay. Um, I'm great, man. Okay. Um, yeah, I am great. I'm experiencing the same thing. I feel like we've been going so, through the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Mine's definitely, well, there's pockets to it. And just like you, a big one is I'm post-show. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm back from nationals, obviously nationals, you know, <laughs> didn't go as planned due to the peak, but fast forwarding, this is the first time in my life, especially off season where dude, my, I don't care exactly what my physicals look like. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't affect who I am and how I view myself. Like, I have the most confidence ever and I'm definitely way heavier post show than I ever have been. Actually, I don't know. I don't, I haven't weighed myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I assume like, like, I'm just like, it doesn't, I just don't, I'm me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's also the less food focused and the less stressed I've been about everything. Like as a, I still care about bodybuilding, obviously. Mm. And it's just, that's your whole world and that's your identity. And since the ego dissolution has happened, it's like, wait a sec, I'm, I'm not just that. Yeah. Like you've been able to make that shift yeah. a lot faster. And I think that's really important because when you go through a prep, your life revolves around those non-negotiables, which is important because like that's the point of the prep. You're getting to show you're trying to win. So everything in your life revolves around that and your identity starts to be molded by that. Whether you like consciously realize it or not, it is like it's such a big part of who you are in that container. Mm -hmm. But then post-show, a lot of people, like in my opinion, just Y'all can take this or not, but because your identity is so wrapped up in that, once the show is over, I think that's why people struggle the most. It's not the hormones, like, of course, that contributes. It's not like the post-show blues or whatever, like, attributed to those hormone fluctuations or to the food focus. I believe it's because your identity was so wrapped up in that competition that moving forward, you don't you don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's why people really struggle. But with us, because we've been going through this yeah, um, identity shift and like having our egos just completely crushed, just getting changed, imploded, just, just what if, yeah, I don't even know Torn. how to describe it. You know, the submarine, this is going to get morbid, oh. that just like in an instant, that's what I feel like happened, that like my yeah. ego imploded on itself within a second so quickly that I spent the past like two weeks just like not even knowing what I was doing you know, or who I was. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun because you, it's like you don't even have to like, some people go through identity shifting. They're like, I have to find my new identity. And I was, dude, that was me for the longest time of like, right. I, I just felt lost because I didn't know who I was. And I had like, for some reason I had to figure it out. But dude, who cares if you don't know? Like, you don't, I don't know who I am in a year from now. And I really like, I don't care. Because I know it's going to be great. Like, you only know who you are right now. And the second, that's, like, perfectly okay because all you have is this moment. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think living in the present moment and being able to accept that the actions and choices, behavior, like, habits, things that are occurring right here, right now, like, that's serving the future you because you're you're making it so. You're, you have the power and the choice and the decisions to do that. So what I've, like, noticed within myself, I don't know if you feel this way, but... I noticed that there are some habits that old me or maybe like unaware me mm -hmm. wants to keep doing. And so I feel like resistance and almost like I'm split in half. Oh my gosh, yes. 
where it's like there are parts of me that are like like let's go back to safety like this is this is not safe this is very uncertain you don't know who you are let's go back to who you know you are and do these habits that don't serve you self sabotage yes <laughs> and then the other side of me like these this other side that's like seeing things that I can't unsee and like the veil has been lifted is like no like we're not doing we're that growing. anymore yeah. yeah but it's been really it's just been very difficult um like day to day going through that. Can I ask you? Well, I do feel that I have. So I have two things I want to say. First, I'll just touch on. I felt that with food because when you mm -hmm. come up post show, any athlete's going to struggle a little bit towards food. And then I was realizing as I was going through this, it was like the old me has struggled every time with being food obsessed. Mm -hmm. That's all I know is like it feels more comfortable to be obsessive food post show than it does not to because I've done that every time. You're like it's yeah. almost like you're supposed to focus on food. And I was like, wait a sec, like. No, you're not like you're if you don't you don't have to yeah so that's helped me a lot just realize like old me did but anyways on you i have a question on me <laughs> <laughs> back on you so with your like resistance to change and your old self or your old habits do you find it hard do you feel like you are forcing yourself to kind of pick Instead of living in the moment and just deciding, what does Noah feel like doing right now? Like, truly. Sometimes. Sometimes. So I can give a really good example because it popped up yesterday. I was talking to one of my friends and I told her that, like, earlier in that day, there was an instance where a, not even a habit, but something triggered me so deeply that I felt like binge eating and I have bagels in my cupboard and like normally I don't have that food around because oh, is that is something that I love but like I've been having bagels as pre-workout and um I just had this like moment of like oh I want to eat all six of those bagels like that feels really comfortable to me right now is like if I go to my cupboard and I eat all six of them bro no way we're I feel you. But then I like sat there. I like made myself sit there and I was like, why am I, why am I trying to fall into this old habit? What is this telling me? Why is my body, like it wasn't even my mind. It was my like body being like, no, get up and go to the cupboard and eat those bagels. And I was like, no, but I don't want, like, I don't want, but you to don't do want that. to. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I honestly, I really just sat there and like thought about it. And then I was like, I'm not hungry. And then I was like, well, what is it underneath that that's like making me feel this way? And so I was talking to my friend and she was saying, well, maybe there's like emotions that are like stuck that you need to release. And she's like, you should like go dance it out or like get in your car, play some music and just like scream. Like you need to release that energy somehow, like that emotion and energy. And your body used to do that by binge eating. Like you used to binge eat like post-show, like in secret to help these emotions. And so she's like that old you is like, mm -hmm. yeah, do the it, do it. Mm -hmm. But like new me and this like, I don't know, new identity, new ego that is like forming was like, no, like I don't want to do that though. So it was very, it was a very interesting mm -hmm. instance of me feeling like pulled. Yeah. No, I, oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. The, <laughs> that was vulnerable. That was super insightful for everyone listening to. I know that's insightful, but it's also like, I, I definitely relate, but it's cool to, it's not cool to hear you say that, but it's cool to watch you grow because I've never heard you ever say like, I have the tendency to binge eat. Like I've never heard that coming to your mouth. It, it was probably like 
after my first few shows, mm-hmm. like 2017, 2018, 2019, like that's when I really struggled. Yeah. It, it was. It was like the emotional dependency, like me feeling so restricted and my identity was like prep and bodybuilding that like afterwards I was like, well, I'm just going to eat all this food because it fills like, yeah, the my void. emotional void. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's crazy too because you touch on this is like your old self would have like wanted you to eat like Benji. And it's cool. It's the coolest thing to feel like, oh, that was like my old ego. Like, that's not me anymore, though. So I don't need to. Like, yeah. Do I, you know, yeah. it's a difference. It's it's an out of like body, like experience in a way. I just yeah. being able to say like, like, that was the old me, but it's not me anymore kind of thing. It was very out of body. I like that you said that. That's how I've kind of felt the past few weeks. I know. Weeks. Just like I'm like out of body. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's a lot. Like the food thing is big. I 100% relate to because like um, I knew this was going to ha- I knew there was going to be at least like a couple days where I was going to really struggle with food. And it was like around the Christmas party. Yeah. And it was like the day before that and the day after that. It made sense. And I was at home and like. A couple of days after that, I was sitting with the same types of food around me just to allow myself to be like, okay, you can have these food around you and say no. That's the biggest thing with me. And I yeah. think you'll agree, like being able to have I don't, like a pint of Ben and Jerry's and be like, okay, I'm not going to eat the whole thing. And I'm going to teach myself right now and prove it to myself that I don't, that yeah. I'm not going to. So it's reinforcing like that self-belief. But once you do that, you also realize like, you don't need to teach yourself that you already know. Like you're already in control. Yeah. It's it's so interesting because like surface level and maybe previously would we would have been like, oh, you're just like practicing, like you're putting the reps in of like self-discipline or self-control. But like underneath that, because that's like surface level underneath that, like you're saying it's more so you're reinforcing self-belief knowing that you're in control. Like mm-hmm. it's, it goes deeper yeah. than just like, oh, you're practicing your self-discipline or like you're practicing saying no, like it's, it's a deeper level than that. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And I want to touch on that too. Cause I feel like old ego would be like, you have to put the reps in, like you have to teach it. You have to prove it to yourself right now. Yeah. But like for now it's like, you don't have to prove anything. You're already like the trust is already there. Yeah. Which is, that's Very everyone on the inside though. I think everyone on the inside, like. The trust is already there, but you, as humans, we create this ego and like, that's what leads us to be codependent on certain things. That's what leads us to be like, we have to do this. We're supposed to be focused on this. We're supposed to be mad at our boyfriend or our or like yeah. our friend because they did this. Like it, we're supposed to be mad, but do you actually feel that way? Like you, does that make sense? Like yes. I've had that with yeah. relationships. Yeah. Like, do you, are you actually frustrated or mad towards like your boyfriend for saying or doing or wanting this thing? Or do you feel like you're supposed to be mad? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like your friends are telling you like to be mad because they're mad if they were in your shoes, but you're not, then you don't have to be. Yeah. It's super interesting that you bring that up too, because I, I feel like that kind of relates to stuff that I've been diving deeper into. So we've talked about like meditation, all that stuff. But lately, like I have really just dived right in. I, just, <laughs> I sent my mom a YouTube video of... um. Joe Dispenza, like one of his morning meditations Mm -hmm. and just kind of listening to his word as well as just like talking to people where their like expertise is kind of like in this area. I've learned that your body 
sometimes takes control of your mind, which is kind of what I think you're talking about, where if you were to actually meditate, like sit cross-legged and like just breathe and try to be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your breath, close your eyes, like shut out all the external stuff and focus your energy inwards. After like five minutes, your body starts to physically fight you on that because your body is so used to your routine of like you're saying like, oh, normally right now you're driving in traffic and you're angry. You're supposed to be angry. And so your body will bring up like that feeling of anger and maybe like supply a memory of a time that made you angry. But when you're meditating, like the point is to focus on your breath and focus inward. So you almost have to be like, okay, I see what you're doing. Like you're trying to fight me right now. You're trying to make me angry body, but we're trying to chill, like focus on the breath. I love that. And um, yeah, me too. I've I've really enjoyed that. But it I, it connects to what you're saying of like, your body is giving you a signal that like, hey, normally at this time or normally when your boyfriend says X, Y, and Z or your boyfriend doesn't do X, Y, and Z, you get mad. Mm-hmm. So you should just be mad. But if you can take a step back and realize like, hey, I'm not actually mad. Like my body is just giving me this signal and mm-hmm. it's like firing the neurons to bring up this emotion. Yeah. But I'm not actually mad. Then you can break that cycle. I love that. Yeah. I think so two <laughs> things. I think it, that's freaking phenomenal. And I think it applies with the mind too. I think both things. That's that's really phenomenal Like to think about. Yeah. But it's also cool because once you see it or feel it happening, you're also able to ask yourself like, okay, usually I am mad, but why? If I'm truly not mad, like yeah. I, if I just act mad, but I'm truly not mad, like why? Like what's the- Yeah, what's the underlying? What's underneath it, mm-hmm. yeah. Like why am I acting this certain way that's truly not me? I know, isn't it fun? And then you kind of get curious. You're like, well- What else what's, is there? Yeah, yeah, what's underneath there? And then it allows you to say to with the boyfriend thing, we'll just talk yeah. on that topic. Okay, so you're truly not mad. So why are you acting that way? Then you uncover that. And it's like, okay, since we uncovered that, what do you actually want? What do you actually feel? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, then you can just like kind of rabbit hole with yourself. And then you learn more about yourself, mm-hmm. but you, you also need to like recognize, hey, you're aware and you like stopped a cycle, like you stopped a pattern. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that like every single time you could stop it. Like I'm sure there are moments where like I'm going to still fall back into that Mm -hmm. old self, but having the realization or having the reaction of like, wait a sec, like I've been here before. I had that this morning. You know, and you can stop it and you can be like, yeah, I was I'm going to choose something different. Uh I want to share it because I was on a call and it was it's just on this and I like something triggered me, mm-hmm. but I wasn't triggered. It was like my old self triggered. And I reacted in a way that was like, it wasn't, it was like one little um, sentence of like, I wish you, like, I you could do that with me. Like, it was, I wish I could give it yeah. context to it. But then I was sitting here and I was like, wait a sec, old self would be like, not jealous, but um, want an attitude towards the conversation. Yeah, and I was like, wait a sec, you're not actually upset. Like what are you, it was like laughable. You're like, yeah, you're. And then like, I was like, never mind. You know what? I was like, you know, <laughs> it was like weird, but yeah. it, exactly that same thing. You you get to catch yourself in those moments of like, just it's not you. Yeah, I really I've really enjoyed like the process and the journey, but it's also been it's been a struggle within areas. Definitely really hard training and work Bro. <laughs> and like being because both of us are ex- experiencing success in other areas and just there's a lot of demand on us in other areas so yeah 
Ooh. having that balance of Bruh. work and trade. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I have not <laughs> trained <laughs> since Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I, have my, I understand. I have, dude, I have my check-in and it was just kind of like, he was like, how's your training? And I was like, mm. When I, was your check-in? Was it <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday? What's today? I did tell him there was a, there's a day, it might've been Wednesday where I was like, hey, things aren't exactly how they should be a show and it's not bad and i told him he was like yeah. well, how do you feel and i was like this is the most confident and most secure i've ever felt in my like body and in myself and like everything even though my reverse like so i brought up to you and this is so i agree like as a reverse is so important but i also feel like a lot of people well we're seasoned competitors so it's a little different my biggest goal coming out of like a reverse or any contest prep, actually my biggest goal in this season of my life is to gain security in myself. Throughout the prep, I learned how to love myself. Now I just need to know how to embrace that mm -hmm. like all the time. So now I'm in that place. Yeah. So I just like, it's it's just different. Does that make sense? So same with you. If you're confident, yeah. you feel good. What else do you need? Exactly. I think that was kind of, that was like the point is I do feel like within the last two weeks, even though my training hasn't been there, like I've still felt really good about myself, about how I look, how I present, how I feel. But then it did get to the point where I told you, I was like, dude, I'm like sore and I haven't trained. And to me, that's like signaling that my body How's your food needs though? a little bit. And water. Because the water too, if like I... Mm -hmm. Food is a lot. Well, that's a great there, <laughs> So there was a week... I guess, yeah, if you guys haven't subscribed to my newsletter, you should. But um, I, Zach and I broke up, so I'm single, but that is not an invite to slide into the DMs. <laughs> the I'm, application. I'm uh, Link in a bio is not for coaching, <laughs> yeah. it's for boyfriends. <laughs> I am um, happily dating myself right now. <laughs> hey, you can date me. <laughs> just kidding. I would love just that. Just go as friends. <laughs> Literally. We're just, yeah. But there was like a week where I like didn't really eat or drink anything. Like I did. But it was, I dropped like six pounds in a week because I was so sad. And I didn't like that. I didn't like the way I felt. I had no energy. Like I was just like, well, dig yourself into a hole sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it kind of had to like pull myself back up. And I was like, nope, we're going to do the thing. Um, and it took a little bit to get the gears going. So I think, so, I think most people understand that. Like when you fall out of your routine of going to the gym and training, it's difficult sometimes to just snap back to like, okay, five days a week I'm training. So I think so far this week I've trained three times, which is better than zero. So I'm going to take it. But I do feel like you were saying like the food and the water is like super important because if you're not fueling yourself, then you're not going to feel like going to the gym at all. You're not going to have energy. You won't perform well. So it kind of all ties in. But that's the other thing too, is like the identity shift. I'm still a bodybuilder and like Justin was like, if you want to pro debut this year, which I know you do, and I do, like the work has to be done now. You can't flip it on during prep. And it's like, I know that, but the identity that I'm kind of shifting into is trying to find room for bodybuilding and like everything else. That. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's such a, I there understand. was like, part of my identity was being a girlfriend and like, was like, 
putting energy and responsibility into that. So now I, I don't have that. And I'm trying to pour into my friends, my athletes, my business. Um, just it seems like I'm trying to redirect that energy. But there was a time when I was like, I just need to like relax and literally just like lay down and like stare at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I think having those moments too is okay. <laughs> I agree. No, I 100% agree. Like, I also think we we don't have resistance towards it. I don't think. It's just like, we used to be just these things. Well, girlfriend and body, but well, I wasn't ever a girlfriend. <laughs> I've always been a single lady. All the single ladies. I'm dead. All sing- <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but some of us over here have been in relationships. And, but like on that topic, it's always been like, your your girlfriend and your bodybuilder. Yeah. Like, but now you're, those are just things that are part of you. They're not you. Yeah, exactly. They're not all encompassing. So they're not consuming you. Mm-hmm. And it's different because it used to be like everything within your life was just for this like ego. Yeah. And not that bodybuilding was, is bad or anything at all. Obviously, like we adore it. It's just when it becomes, when some, what, like work. If, if you're a, barista this is the whole worst thing to choose but a barista and that's all you do 24 7 for every day for six years and then all of a sudden you become someone who loves training well you're probably gonna have to figure out like your barista obsession might get a little challenged because it's not all of you anymore yeah that that makes sense Mm -hmm. i i feel like we We've talked about identity shifting in the past, but like now that we've gone through such an extreme and like sudden one, it's a little bit different. Like there's an understanding of, okay, just because like you do one thing or you're passionate about one thing, it doesn't mean that that's your whole, that that defines you as a whole. Like you are that's, still mm-hmm. so much more. That's where people kind of, I think, self like end up self-sabotaging is and getting scared to like make connections and make friendships or grow themselves because they obsess over this one thing and then it becomes them. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, okay, like that obsession, you can fall, you can fall in love with the, the thing, whatever it is, but it's not you. Like you're not always going to have it in that obsession not that it's going to go away, but it's not always going to be 100% all the time. There will be a place where it's still, there's so much love there, but you realize actually like this thing isn't, isn't me like I am me. Like, you know, you start filling your own cup in other ways. Yeah. And like, that's honestly, I think just part of like growing up as just being like growing, especially applicable for people who like career change or boyfriend change or life change or anything like that. Yeah. Becoming single, like, you just change happens. That's the one of my favorite things that I've ever heard. And I don't remember who said it, but there's a quote that said, the only constant in life is change. And it's true because the only thing that you can rely on happening your entire life is change. Like things change, people, places, the things around you, environments, like the weather Things change. Everything changes. And so you have to be willing to go with it and grow or you're going to feel very stuck and like uninspired. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to wonder why you feel so dissatisfied day after day. It's because, yo, things are changing and like you haven't changed. Mm -hmm. And even though, yeah, breakup is an extreme change, like 
I have to grow. I have to grow through it. I can't just like sit around and be like sad. Noah's life still goes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did like I, I felt the feelings. I was sad, but it's like, okay, girl, like it's time for me to move on. Do you feel like a, <laughs> like part of your old self wants you to sit there more? Oh, yeah. Like tie you in? Yeah. There's. It's hard to talk about because it's kind of surprising. I don't think I ever admitted it out loud, but I did have a very strong victim's mindset for certain times of my life where I would blame other people, external things. I'd be like, well, so-and-so made this decision for me and -and so-and-so did this to me. So that's why I do this. And it's like, no, I need to take personal responsibility. And even though somebody may have made this decision, I made the decision to go along with it, or I made the decision to take action in XYZ way. So it's not other people's faults or external circumstances faults. It's it's my fault. And there were parts of me like last week and the week before where I wanted to blame outside things. Like I wanted to blame like partying or I wanted to blame, I don't know, like something at in Dallas for like something else happening later down the road. And I'm just like, no, it wasn't those things. It was me. Mm-hmm. I made those choices. I did that to myself and I chose that. So I need to be okay with it and move through it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people are going to relate to that, including me. The different aspects of your life. It's like you, you know that you're in control, but sometimes it's easy to sit back and just like complain and and be a victim. That's the easy route. It's harder to really take a look at yourself and be like, it's not this person that did this to me. It's me that did this to me. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a lot of that is ego too? Definitely. Like the the victim's mindset is ego? Just It's your ego trying to protect you. Yeah, definitely. So when that ego or when that part of you disappears or evolves or changes, it can be really hard. But it's also I feel like when your ego dis- like disappears, it actually allows you to love more, like understand more, feel more. Like there's people that you may feel resistance towards whether that be well, there's just people <laughs> that with anything like a ex or another girl or another guy, whatever. But once you dissolve your ego, you just kind of meet them where you're at. Like you understand, like you don't have to, you don't have to hold on to this, like any type of resistance. I'm better than you or anything yeah. like that. You can like see it as it is. Yeah. You can just, yeah. people are living in their own shoes in their own life and you just accept that. And then you're just like, okay, cool. Cause I'm doing the same. Yeah. Like I'm just choosing what I feel like is best for me in this moment and I'm running with it. But I feel like a lot of people too, with that same token, um, they, well, the ego dissolution has allowed me to realize that there's no reason to worry or stress about the future, like at all. Because what is anything that you choose right now, anything that you really want to choose right now, personally, is only going to push me forward, so there's just no reason to stress. And I, I say that in a place of, like, I, I'm in routine. Like, I'm not, like, in a victim's mindset. So I think it is harder for in some areas. Like, if I were mm. to find myself in a really tough place, like a rock. What do you call that? A rock in a middle? What do you call that? A uh, hard rock, place in a rock? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, a rock in a yeah. hard place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've been there. Like, with my rent, 
when I first moved out to live alone in this like new place, I was there like rocking a hard place, like hard place. There was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, like I chose this. I'm here. I know what I need to do right now, but like there's just trust at the end of the day. And you have to build that within yourself. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that is by doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ego dissolution. It's been crazy. (laughs) It's been fun, but it's never stopping. Yeah. That's the most fun part. Dude, I wake up every day. I'm like, okay, let's see. What's going to happen today? Let's see. I cannot wait. (laughs) It's crazy, too, because I feel like I almost am so stimulated all the time by it. Just like the change. I feel like I'm very aware of it now. Yeah. Versus before. Like you don't, you're like, everything is like, you, f- you just hear this voice. I feel this thought of like, you're supposed to do this. And it's like, I don't want to. And you just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hey, whatever it is, like, you know, not not saying like, you're supposed to feel a type of way, like mad anger or anything like that. And you just don't want to. It's very powerful. It's a like powerful position to be in, which is, it feels good. But yeah. Well, we're excited to share more. Yes. As we go through more. And if you have any questions, concerns. <laughs> yeah, I I would love to talk about this with yeah. people. Just if they experience the same things, if they feel like they might be, or if they want to, different ways that they can explore just leveling up and yeah, challenging people. themselves. Leaving your old self or the current self behind to create new. Mm-hmm. We're open to it. We'll do like yeah. calls with you. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. I would love yeah. that. It'll be a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. Oh, yay. Well. We hope you learned something. We hope you get impacted. We hope you leave more relentless than ever. We have so much love. Yes. And if you could do us a favor, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, that'd be great. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.